On today's show, the Xeon Smooth Q2. Is the cheap mobile phone stabilizer good? Welcome everyone to my weekly tech vibe. My name is Chris and this is your podcast about how technology can improve our lives and create a better world. I paid $150 for the Smooth Q in late 2017. I deciding I didn't want to lump around my Glycam when I'm traveling. You see, the problem with Glycams or Steadicams is that they are heavy. From a basic DSLR setup, the whole package weighed in at 1.5 kilograms, which doesn't sound much, but when you're lumping it around, stuffing that heavy all day and performing shots, two things happen. One, your arm soon gets tired, and two, you attract the unwanted attention from would-be thieves. So, I sold my Glycam and traded down to the Xeon Smooth Q version 2. It works by performing micro-actuations on the gimbal by putting your mobile phone into the socket here. It's got a good sturdy clamp and your footage will go from this to this. You can set it in either landscape or vertical mode, but please use your full sensor and shoot like this, not like that. Okay, all right, we're agreed on that. So where was I? All right, utilizing either Bluetooth or Wi-Fi connection, your phone, the Play app, and the gimbal all work together to control several aspects of this device. You can start and stop recording, move into and out of photo or video mode, and annoyingly, if you hold the zoom rocker too long, it flips to selfie mode. This button changes how the gimbal behaves from pan mode, which removes any jerky movements from your hand and arm, and will slowly pan in time with whatever you're pointing your phone at. Lock mode fixes the gimbal to a point, handy when you're walking towards something of interest. And follow mode, which enables both tilt and pan. The joystick has several levels of travel or speed, but I always found it to be hard to find where it starts and the next one begins. And more often than not, the beautiful pan shot that you were trying to capture ended up being like a dizzying blur and was better performed just by using your arm. Now, if you want the Smooth Q to do a limitless 360 spin, you can, but I'm not sure why you do that. Packing into this relatively light 450 gram plastic housing is a massive 18,000 milliamp hour battery, which will give you 12 hours of use. Oh, and the added bonus, you can also use it to charge your phone, so long as the Smooth Q is turned on. Capital accepting phones up to 6.2 inches. You can also put external mics or lights on these things, but it has to weigh less than 400 grams on your package. Beyond this, you'll cop a bit of motor noise from the gimbal signaling that, Houston, we have a problem. And not that I've done it, but I reckon you could actually break your gimbal. So before I get into the negatives of this device, I have to say that if you're serious about content creation on YouTube, a stabilizer or tripod is a must have. These devices are great at giving your footage a professional look. And speaking of professional, have you considered subscribing to my channel? I do two shows a week on how technology can improve our lives and create a better world. Subscribing really helps this channel and enables me to do more content like this, home theater, reviews, and more. You can also do tracking shots of people and objects and they become so much more enjoyable for your viewers. It does take a bit of skill and you just can't walk around normally and expect great results. Now to do that, you have to do the stabilizer walk which will make people snicker at you, but that was standing. Using one of these is easier due to its lighter weight, requires less skill than a weighted stabilizer, and 
is obviously less conspicuous. So what don't I like? First and surprisingly, it uses your phone. Now I can see the comments. Yeah, of course, dude, you purchased it, get over it. But no, what I mean is, you're moving your daily driver from a thing that you do your social media consumption on, you make your phone calls, you're doing your messages, and you're taking your phone away from what it normally does. Second, traveling is a little bit scary because it doesn't have any locks or clamps, and it can just sort of bounce around a bit. Third, and my biggest beef, is the app. It's terrible. I defaulted to use my phone's native camera app to capture most of the shots, and only ever use the Xeon app for moving time lapses. Speaking of which, Note here in this test footage I did with my friend Andrew that either I bumped the camera during its capture or the app failed to assemble the footage correctly. Also, a weird focus thing occurs when you're using the point-to-point uh, -point software. When I predetermine the marks to move to, focus will be spot on, but as soon as I hit go, it would be out of focus. I'm not sure why, but... The um, workaround that I found worked best was to actually just get it purposely out of focus, then click go, and it'll be in focus. <laughs> and finally, for my YouTube friends, a bit of an outtake from putting this video together. The tracking feature didn't always work. Check this out. All right, so what's going on right now is the smooth cue. Uh, the camera's looking up and down, and doesn't seem to be looking at me at all. So, my friend stops it and restarts it. Take two, same thing's happening. In fact, it's even worse. Now it's looking to the ceiling. All right, take three. This time, it's actually looking at me. It seems to have uh, attached, you know, it's tracking very nicely. And uh, I'm remarking about how it was really, really weird before. Now I'm moving to the right of the screen. It's following me nicely. And I'm moving to the left of the screen. And that's where it goes all mad. Oops, looking down at the bottom left corner. Nope, it's not looking there at all. Uh, I actually duck and I try to get in the camera's view so it can actually recapture me. And it's not looking at me at all. And this is where I say. Okay, this is a fail smooth cue. <laughs> it's, it's not a feature. It's not a feature. Scrap it. I'm going home. So would I recommend this model to you? <laughs> no, not at all. Between the garbage software, the cheaper materials, you're better off getting a DJI Osmo Mobile 2, which retails for about $200. This model has been superseded by the Smooth Q4, and that retails for about $132. Now, I'm not sure if Xeon has improved the software, but given my friend's experience, just shell out a little bit extra money and go with an industry leader like DJI. Well, that concludes today's episode. If you'd like to see some of the footage of the Smooth Q in action, head on over to YouTube and search for Chris Vanistock. You can find me on Twitter at cvanistock and use hashtag techvibe so that I can consider your question or comment for a future episode. If you haven't already, please share this with your friends, subscribe and consider leaving a review on iTunes. My Weekly Tech Vibe is produced by Chris Vanistock with music by DJ Quads. Episodes are out every Wednesday and Friday. And until next time, stay techy. What a wonderful world.